her lesbian powers destroyed her. <laughs> Milk and eggs, bitch. She's <laughs> called <me> fat. <laughs> You're gay now? <laughs> the weekend passed like in a haze of Serza. Serza? Serza. Yeah. <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to the Amateur Movie Critics Podcast. I'm your cool gay host, Red, and this is my vegan co-host. Uh, I'm definitely not vegan. Uh, Peter! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if the powers would be worth it. Uh, anyway. To... Oh my god, it's a reference to the movie I just watched. <laughs> oh my god. Can we just say I punched the moon? That's so oh, yeah. The, well, my co-host punched the moon there. Was it a hole or a crater in the moon? It was a... They say a hole in the moon, but it was definitely a crater. But there's two craters because Todd Ingram punched it twice. Did he? Well, in the comics. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only watched the movie. I didn't know it was actually a com- uh, Anyway, uh, <laughs> today we're uh, reviewing the 2010 movie Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. It's actually a really good garlic bread. Garlic bread is my favorite food. I could honestly eat it for every meal, or just eat it all the time without even stopping. <laughs> you get fat. No, why would I get fat? Bread makes you fat. Bread makes you fat? And uh, here's Peter to tell you some about it. Okay, uh, Scott Pilgrim, uh, let's see. Okay, so the movie, Scott Pilgrim plays in a band which expires to be successful. He dates Knives Chow, a high school girl, five years younger. And he hasn't really recovered from being dumped by his former girlfriend, a now uh, now successful with her own band. When Scott falls for Ramona Flowers, he has trouble breaking up with knives and tries to romance Ramona. As if juggling two women wasn't enough, Ramona comes with baggage, seven ex-lovers, each of whom Scott must battle to the death in order to win her love. Cool. I mean, every great young actress, or actor, well, why did I say actress, uh, is in this movie. So Michael Sarah, Scott Pilgrim, Allison Pill, who is amazing, uh, is Kim Pine, um, let's see, Mark Webber, Stephen Stills, who else is in there? Kieran Culkin is the amazing Wallace Wells, Anna Kendrick, Aubrey Paza, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Brie Larson. Brie Larson, yeah. Oh my god, Brie Larson is the best in this movie. She was good. I like started listening to that song. It was good. Yeah, that song written by. Oh man, that song is written and performed by a actual band, Metric. <laughs> Not the Clash at Demon Head. No, the Clash and Demon Head is played by a punk band. All the songs they got bands to actually write for them. Um. Which is which is like one of the great small things about this movie that I love so much. I'm pretty sure I could just find the name because I was literally just looking at the name of this band. Uh, what is wrong with me today? Oh, it's it's one of those days. Don't worry about it for me as well. <laughs> Broken social scene. They wrote the four, the two four second songs. That sounds like. The angstiest band name I've heard in a while. Uh, you know, 
broken well, socialism. Well, their songs are We Hate You, Please Die, and I'm So, So Very, Very Sad. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, that was them. Okay. <laughs> With the girl drummer, right? Which is funny. Every drummer in this movie is a girl. Well, it, I don't know why. Was it a coincidence, maybe? Or were they trying to point something out? No, it's just funny because Kim Pine, or yeah, <clears throat> Alison Pill plays Kim Pine. She hates other girl drummers, but every band in this movie has a girl drummer. <laughs> <laughs> so that was on purpose then? Yeah, it's definitely on purpose. Cool. She's seen. She scared me for the movie. I guess she was, she was miserable. I mean, that's her character, though. She's like a jilted ex-lover of Scott, forced to watch his shenanigans from the side. Shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, it, she was... I don't know. She sort of came off to me as a little bit intense, but not so like, so much like angry about Scott. I don't know. I guess she did seem that way, but why was she in his band then? Because they were in the band like before they started dating. I could go into backgrounds of all these characters from the comics. Oh, cool. I mean, she, like, like her background is she used to be like really happy, and then like Scott dumped her for no reason, and she just became like the biggest bitch. Which is why like Julie is so mean to Scott because that's her best friend. <laughs> oh. Okay, they didn't explain that in the movie. They just said not it at all. They, with the little name just tags. a huge bitch to everyone all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Well, sort of diving into the initial thoughts of the movie. Um, it, I mean, what does this movie really strike you as? I don't know. It's weird. Um, I mean, like, I like a lot of people like strike like categorize it as a video game movie but it's not really that i mean the source material is definitely like a love story to like anime and manga and video games and anything like nerd culture but like i don't know it's such a weird it's such it's set in a it's weird like it's it's a fight movie i guess (laughs) i get i don't know i would kind of call it like a alternate reality love story canadian love story Oh, it's so Canadian. So this movie is really Canadian. I mean, like, the book is set in Toronto. They filmed in Toronto. Uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, who wrote the comic, um, he literally, like, he wrote in, he drew his childhood home. Or, like, he drew a house that he, like, was in his neighborhood as Scott's place, and then they filmed at that location. So they really filmed at all the locations that he drew into the book from where he grew up. So, this movie felt really indie to me, but I really liked it. It felt really like wanting to be indie, but like definitely had the money in it, or they like spent their money really well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the budget for this was. I didn't do much research on this movie. Um, so I find the budget. It was. Oh no. Uh, <clears throat> it's only sixty million dollars. It feels a lot more than that. Wow, really? Yeah. And they did spend their budget very well. That's that's a. I mean, sixty million dollars is a lot of money, but for a full movie, I don't know. It, well, it was a good movie. I mean, I liked it. 
It was very easy to find. So it's in good circulation. It didn't just disappear it, into obscurity. It felt like it possibly could have if it wasn't as well received as it was. Yeah. Totally agree. Uh, so let's go through, uh, what, the plot summary? <laughs> the... Uh, or the, yeah, recap review. Um, <laughs> so, the well, first off, the opening title, it was like the old Nintendo sound, but, you know, the movie opening. Was it the universal sound, but it was like yeah, but 8-bit? Yeah, which was my ringtone for a long time after this movie. That's so cool. Uh, that was that was actually really good. I liked that they got into it right off the bat, and all of the name tags and everything; those were super helpful to me. I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, cool." I do notice they do that a lot in anime too. It's like person comes up and they put like a bar underneath them, like their name, their age, something about them. This is um, I think my favorite one is like this is Kamal. He knows everyone, and then like later on in the movie, they're like, "Who's that guy?" And he's like, he just shows up out of nowhere. Oh, that's uh, oh, I forgot who he was pointing out, but it was just he's always in the background. Another background character, just like um, Johnny, or Jimmy? No, just like Jimmy. Poor Jimmy. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Scott's dating a high schooler, right? Yeah. They made that sound so bad, but... Well, she was 17, and he was... He basically was just using her for food money. Did you notice that? Yeah, because he, he's a user. He uses people. He's literally... I have... There's a one reason why I really don't like the ending of this movie. We could get into that later. But, like... He all he does is uses people and then he throws them away when they're no longer useful. Oh god. So he's like literally the worst of the worst. Yeah, he really is. He was I mean, he wasn't an ex of I wasn't clear if he was actually an ex of Ramona or not. They were sort of on again, off again, more than I thought they would be. Yeah. I mean, I had seen the movie before, like, once, but I didn't remember how, you know, iffy they were about it. They're pretty, yeah, they're pretty iffy. I don't know. Because, like, Knives is always like, oh, I'm just totally in love. Because, what, Scott is her first boyfriend, so they're, she is completely in love with him. He's like, yeah, whatever. Poor Knives. I felt bad for her. I thought she was she was pretty kick-ass by the end of the movie, and I thought she was the most ill-treated character of the entire thing. Yeah, they they do treat her the worst. Poor knives. <laughs> they punch the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> they punch the. <laughs> uh, so good. That's that's the best scene. I just like how how unbelievable that was. But I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I could see vegan powers doing that. Well, I guess, like, everybody has, like, low-key superpowers. I mean... Except for Scott, really. I mean... I don't... I mean, I guess he... Sort of... He's, like, the, the average standard player character for the... I guess, game that is the movie. <laughs> the game that is the movie. But he's, like, the best fighter in Toronto. So... Is he? <laughs> I mean, I they guess mentioned he is. that. They mentioned that once, where he's like, yeah, he's the best fighter in this city. Okay. 
I don't know. I don't. I, I don't even know where that comes up or where he got those skills. But like, yeah. Well, you'd expect him to be living somewhere nicer, where more than half the stuff in the apartment belonged to him. Well, if you think about it, he has no job. <laughs> yeah, he was. He didn't have a job this entire movie, nor did he get one. He may have gotten a girlfriend, but he's still a bum. Still a bum. Yeah. So. He's dating the teenager, Knives comes to see the band, and by the way, Knives is a really cool name. Knives Chow. Yeah. Um Especially like her, her fight line is like, let's chow down. Which I was like, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's really awesome. So now now I'm thinking of her in like a food term. Like maybe <laughs> she's like has food superpowers. She's the reverse of the vegans. She has nega vegan powers. Nega vegan powers. Uh, that's so good. That'd be really cool, actually. <clears throat> yeah, that opening scene cutting to credits, that is so amazing. And that's all practical effects, too, from what I read. Oh, really? They found, cool. like, a like a hundred-foot rug. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I was wondering about that. I was like, how are they doing this? It's really cool. Uh, and then um what happens they um so like he meets everybody and then he leaves band practice immediately and then he like goes home and then immediately his cool gay roommate wallace he tells he tells anna kendrick about him dating a high schooler <laughs> like while still half asleep which is definitely something i do personally like i'll half asleep and have full-on conversations really yeah and like not even remember the next day I can always remember my conversations, but I also remember how tired I was. I'm like, yo, listen, <laughs> I wasn't exactly all there, so sorry if I said something. Uh, so, you know, kind of like right now, I'm not exactly all there. Uh, sorry, listeners, I'm sick again. I guess tis the season to catch the flu. I think I'm also sick, but this is a thing that just started today. <laughs> oh, nice. Mine was like the days of run together. I've been in a cold pills, addled haze from everything. Cold pills. It's like the Dayquil, Nyquil, fog. The Dayquil, been... Nyquil, fog? Yeah. The, the scissorp. Oh, God. <laughs> Scissor herp. I don't. I honestly don't know what that is. It's literally like Dayquil mixed with um, Mountain Dew. Oh, what? Where was that referenced? Was that referenced in this movie? No, it's referenced in like almost every rap song from the from the two thousands. So, I you know I know I heard something recently about Scissor. So I thought that was maybe this. Something, something recent. Again, the fog. <laughs> I'm just going to wander off into the weeds here for a while. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry listeners. I'm sick. Peter may be sick. It's not our fault. I got my flu shot, I swear. It just didn't work. <laughs> That's very uh, sad. Wait, where were we? Oh, Scott was dreaming? Okay, yeah, so like... <laughs> oh yes, um, uh, Wallace. Wallace is like, I can't believe you're dating a high school girl. Uh, Scott falls asleep in the dream with the desert where uh, Ramona, or to him, just a girl with pink hair, skates by. 
Yeah, that's right. Did you notice that her skates had, like, superpowers? Yeah, she's going super fast. Yeah, also, like, she was skating through the snow, and the snow was melting out from under her. Those skates are, like, really useful. Well, like, in a movie where everybody has low-key superpowers for some reason, I mean, that's pretty... I guess that's normal, I guess? I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure. Well, it seemed like a pretty high-key superpower, too, because... Later, he's like, oh, I just thought about you, and now you're here. Isn't that crazy? And she's like, no, yeah, there's a subdimensional track that goes right through your subconscious or something. She's yeah. like, I can go 15 miles in three seconds. It's great. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's really weird. And no one like really addressed like the whole superpowers thing at all. No, it's just normal. Who cares? Yeah. I think that's what I like the most about this movie. It's, like, set in a semi-realistic world where people have the abilities to just pull giant objects out of their purse, and no one really (laughs) bats an eyelash. Or, um, darkness ability... Darkness has-been abilities. (laughs) Has-been. That's, like, such a good quote. Every every time she corrected him about ex-boyfriends, just to exes, I was like, dude, she's trying to tell you something here. <laughs> it's she like had a do. sexy face. She had a sexy face. Uh, uh, that went into my vocabulary immediately. Sexy face. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's something from this movie that went into my vocabulary, but I don't remember what it is. It was the scissorp. <laughs> <laughs> um... God, that sounds terrible. Mountain Dew and NyQuil. Hmm. Well, it's like, it's it, it's not like, it doesn't have to be NyQuil, just any type of cold medicine. That's, God, that's terrible. <laughs> that just sounds horrible. I think it has to be grape flavored, though. Hmm. So, what was it? He has a dream, then he's like, he's sort of in a daze with knives all the way up until he's at the library with her and he sees Ramona. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, time skipping. Does he maybe have, like, narcolepsy or some sort of seizure disorder or something? I, th- I think the time skipping is because this is, like, a literally a five-book comic book series. They compacted into one movie. <laughs> so there sure. has to be a lot of time skipping. Because, like, the books, the, the, the comics, they take place over, like, two years. And this just packs it into, like, one week. Yeah, well, in the movie, it looked like it was one week, too, so. Yeah. Like, the season didn't even change. There was still snow outside. No, because they definitely, like, book three, they definitely go to the beach. <laughs> like, so, it's, you know, it's, you know, movie things, editing. This is that thing where you've read the book and seen the movie, and I've only seen the movie. Oh, this works out perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, uh, One day, listeners, we may try and bring you that dark episode. We're doing Fishy Shades Darker, right? Because that comes out in three weeks. Oh my god. Well, what's funny is I don't think I saved the recording of Fifty Shades of Grey because it was such bad quality because that was like your test episode or whatever. Yeah. I may still have the audio, but I don't know if I could be proud to put... Maybe I will. Maybe I'll just do it as like a little companion to Fifty Shades Darker. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It'll be a long episode, but it might be worth it. Hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, so Scott sees yeah. that she works for Amazon.co, 
or CA. So that, goes... Is that like a thing? Yeah, it's the uh, CA is Canada, so. So it's like dot com in Canada. Yeah. Or I guess is com is the O M of America or something? No, U S. No. Hmm. It's just we're American, <laughs> so we think that is ours. Uh, okay. It's well. a very American thing to do to think that everything belongs to us. Just you know, we we need to use our nuclear warheads more, right? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay. Getting a little too political here. So Scott goes back <clears throat> to um, <laughs> Scott goes back to uh, what uh, Wallace and was like, "What's the email address for Amazon.ca?" And he's like, "Amazon.ca, which is <laughs> the best." See, when he said CA, I immediately thought California, because I grew up in California. I was like, oh, CA, California. I was like, why not California? Oh, Canada, right, Canadians. I also like how the computer's super old, and he's using AOL, and he immediately does not read the most important email that would solve this whole movie really quickly. Yeah, he's like, oh my gosh. I like they're keying it up, and he's like, boring. And <laughs> deletes it. Like, you didn't get my email? I skimmed it. <laughs> he has a dream about Ramona, and then he, I guess, he's her at that party, right? And then he does the ordering of the package? Wait, do they do the party? Oh, they do, because Julie yeah, cause throws a who... house party. Yeah, because the guy who knows everyone is there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kamau, yeah. Yeah, Kamau. That's an interesting name. I'm sure he played a much bigger part in the books, right? Not really. He just shows up to explain people. His power is he knows everyone. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's like, oh, so is that little like explanation of people their power? No, I don't think so. I I don't even think that's his power. But literally, he just he's exposition. He just knows everyone. So another come out probably translates to exposition in a different language. Yeah. So the he you know. Where did he get that signature from Ramona? He's like, do you know a girl whose signature looks like this? And he's like, yeah, that's my Ramona Flowers. That wasn't a signature. That was a picture he drew of her. Oh, I thought it was... A... So... <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there you go. Scott's also also has an artist power. He draws really <laughs> shitty drawings of people, but you can still tell who it is. It was literally just like a single line contour drawing. It was just like her hair and her like chin. And they're like, oh yeah, that's Ramona. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which, so her hair, by the way, did that appear to be a wig on top of her actual hair? No, that, I think that was her hair. Really? I think so. Well, I mean like, not obviously not her real hair, but was that like a wig? No, I, I think that was her actual hair. It looked... Wow. It just looked so fake or, you know, wiggy to me. Oh, I don't know. No, I can't tell. I'm, I'm sure. really bad at that. I don't know. I didn't I didn't check to see if she had, like, a, a hairline or a part or anything. I don't think she did. Because otherwise they'd have to, like, actually, like, bleach her hair out and then dye it again and again. Three different times for this movie. I think it was, like, just a wig. Maybe. Either way, she never brushed her hair. It didn't actually look very good. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't look at things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but now that you mention it, if I watch this movie again, which I will, um, I'll now I won't be able to not look at her hair. So, well, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's just it's like she had a two tone thing going where she had black underneath and a different color on top, and it's like it was all mixed together and messy and didn't look brushed, and it's like. If you're going for something, then commit. You already dyed your hair a different color. That's true. I don't know. M- well, my girlfriend, Kat, uh, from the last episode, yeah. um, she literally has a haircut just like Ramona Flowers, and she dyes her hair every week. So, <laughs> Not every week. It feels like every week, but it's every two weeks. Really? Yeah. You're dating Ramona Flowers? I tell her this all the time. <laughs> You had to defeat seven evil exes, including a sexy phase? No, just one that I know of. Uh, and no sexy phases that I know of. That's a conversation. <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so, Scott goes up to Julie and like asks her what's Ramona's deal, and Julie immediately just starts cursing at him. Yeah. <laughs> like, just stay away from him. <laughs> Some some part during the movie, suddenly all of her cursing turned into the, was it the like the, the bleeping dial up sound? I don't know. It's like the fax machine fax machine sound. Yeah, which is really funny. But trivia, um, they did that because they wanted to keep a PG rating, and they already said cocky cock, so they had to bleep <laughs> out all of Julie. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure that was part of the comic books or not. No, 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 it's not. She's just a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she has issues, uh, as stated by the title. And she works at part. every coffee shop in, like, Toronto. Like, they'll just walk into a random coffee shop, and she's working at every single one. So it's like, basically, it's like that thing. It's like Nurse Joy. Yeah, yeah, it's like Nurse Joy. So then, uh, yeah, so he orders from Amazon. Uh, and he, he waits for the package, um, which... Was it? So Knives shows up, and I kind of forget what happens between then and uh, Dream About Ramona. Uh, you know, he wants to know more about her. Uh, he got the email from Matthew Patel. Uh, yeah, so he, he orders the Basically, package, and he's waiting yeah. by the door for three days, because they don't deliver on the weekends. Yeah, and then he goes on a date with Ramona. Yeah. And it's like the, that's where he's sort of cheating on knives. Uh, well, yeah, he's definitely cheating on knives. Cause... Well, they definitely have sex that night, right? No, they didn't, remember? She was like, she's like, okay, I changed my mind. I don't want to have sex with you. But I'm not, <laughs> she's like, I'm not going to be a dick about it. You can still sleep in my bed. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what a dick oh, tease. Uh, what was it? Oh, and she offers him tea for that date. Um, oh, she has all the tea in the world. Yeah, blueberry, raspberry, ginseng, sleepy time, green tea, green tea with lemon, green tea with lemon and honey, liver, disaster, ginger <laughs> with honey, ginger without honey, vanilla, almond, white truffle, coconut, uh, chamomile, blueberry, chamomile, decaf, vanilla, walnut, constant comment, and Earl Grey. I, I'm, my mind is blown right now. <laughs> Literally, I wrote it down, though, so <laughs> I, I needed to be able to have that recorded somewhere. Uh, I'm 
I'm surprised I did that so well because I haven't even actually said that list out loud before. So, <laughs> so let's see. I, I hope that's the whole thing. I noticed that constant comment and liver disaster weren't exactly tea flavors. <laughs> liver disaster. Oh, that's got to be awful. For those really hard nights out of the town. <laughs> uh, so then uh, Scott invites her to what? Battle of the Bands. And then um, at Battles of Bands, he's there, Wallace and Stacy, her friend, or Stacy's friend? They were uh, Jimmy? I, I assume they were dating, but I don't know. They could have been friends. Battle of the Bands. She was. It's the first oh, fight. Um... <laughs> Yeah, but I'm trying to think, who's, what was the kid, young Paul, young, damn it, I don't remember the, the kid in the band, who was sort of in the band, what instrument did he play, Zelda? <laughs> okay, I know what you're talking about right now, um, oh my god, you're, <sighs> he played an ocarina Young time. Neil, young Neil. Yeah, young Neil. Uh, was he the one you were talking about? Who had a friend? No, no, no. Um, eventually becomes Wallace's other boyfriend, Jimmy. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Was it Stephanie, Scott's sister? Yeah. No, Stacy. Okay. Stacy? Stacy. Stacy, yeah. Scott, either way, Scott's sister, um, Anna Kendrick. So. Anna Kendrick comes with her boyfriend who's not gay. Uh, you can't see me doing the air quotes, but I am. <laughs> Which, Wallace has a thing for glasses. I don't know if they you notice they put that in there very slyly. <laughs> no, I did not notice that. Uh, Scott introduces Knives to Wallace as his cool gay roommate. And uh, before that, he's like, what was it? She was like, I think there are some gay kids at my school here. And he's like, do any of them have glasses? And that was all I ever heard about. Oh my god, the I glasses didn't notice guy. that. <laughs> and I was like, that's why he was pushing so hard, because of the glasses thing. I think he was like, you're a saint. He does not deserve you. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, run now. <laughs> Sound advice, really, though. <laughs> Poor Scott. Well, not really, he's kind of a dick. He's such a dick. Um, so, so, okay, so, okay, Wallace is always hitting on Jimmy the whole night. Knives shows up, making it really awkward. Everybody's staring at Scott, so he runs backstage, freaking out. Well, we're also, um, wait, uh, Steven Steele. Steven's also freaking out because it's their first, it's their first, like, gig. Yeah. Uh, his freak out was good because there was that bland, that band that played the one song his freak out happened the whole time they were doing it and i think they put subtitles down yeah. i didn't even read them <laughs> it's like eh, realism's sake i'm just gonna ignore his freak out um you know what i forgot what i forgot to tell you that bread makes you fat <laughs> we haven't even gotten there yet have him <laughs> no. no we haven't <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the first date. No, it's the second date, isn't it? Yeah, it's the second date. <laughs> well, uh, just so you know. <laughs> so, uh, so, that's then, what, you... what? Uh, Matthew oh Patel. Huh? 
uh, Matthew Patel, right? Yeah, wait, so Crash and Boys plays, they point out yeah. that that one girl is not a boy, she flicks him off. Obviously, this child is 10. <laughs> yeah. So, they play, and then, oh yeah, to avoid Ramona and Naya's talking and figuring out that he's cheating on both of them with each other, he says they need to play loud and right now, and so they go and they play. Did they finish the song, or...? They did not finish the song, but you can listen to the whole song on the soundtrack. (laughs) Matthew Patel interrupts. Um, with his demon backup dancers and his firepowers. Those are pretty cool firepowers. His hipster demon chicks. Yeah, hipster demon chicks. Um... I like how confused Scott is throughout this entire fight scene. He's like, what's going on? And then he finally is like, did you get my email? And I skimmed it. <laughs> and he had to explain everything to him. It's the only reason they passed that whole Battle of the Bands thing, because Matthew Patel accidentally killed the other band? Yeah. That's the only reason <laughs> I, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, um, was it, who was the talent's name? Of Wallace? The band? Wallace. No, the talent, the guy who sang the band. That was Wallace, right? No, not oh, Wallace. Wallace was the gay roommate. Steven, Steven. Steven, yeah. So Steven's freakout was totally warranted then, because they would have lost if Matthew Patel didn't show up and kill the other band. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for the comic. You can't say, like, the gay one, because at the end of the book, Steven is like, yeah, I'm dating Kamau. Uh, that's, like, the last page of the, of the comic. It's got going, you're gay now? <laughs> Wait... <laughs> the the band guy steve yeah oh yeah spoiler alerts listeners we're spoiling it all so <laughs> the recap is full of spoilers since we already spoiled well we told you the secret of life which is that bread makes you fat so oh my god i had so, so much bread this weekend you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> i don't you know i didn't eat this weekend because i was sick the weekend passed like in a haze of Surzip. Surzip? Surzip. So funny. Uh, it was such a haze, I couldn't even pronounce this. Venomite of Edgemen. It tastes good, too. Um, so, was it? He defeats Matthew Patel, gets a thousand coins. Or a thousand points, which he equals got like, coins. He got like a dollar fifty, which is just enough to get a like to get a bus. Which no, I, I know how that wasn't. feels. Was it? He said it's not even enough for a bus, and Ramona said, "I'll give you the extra thirty-four cents. Let's go." <laughs> so <laughs> it wasn't even enough for the bus. And then she which... like explains like what's happening. Very, very ex. It was very exposition-y. God, yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I, my best part is, like, okay, so the best part is Patel pops up, and, like, yeah. Anna Kendrick's like, what? <laughs> like, she's like, what is going on? She's so confused. Which, apparently, like, that's not in the script. That was, like, Anna Kendrick, like, com- really confused on set and just said it, and they put it in the movie. Which I find <laughs> Which, no one else seemed to be confused about these evil exes showing up. No, no, and uh, what what did Patel say? Pirates are in right now. Why, why did the pirate can't come up again? 
Because um, someone was like, someone in the crowd's like, that guy looks like a pirate. <laughs> That's right, and he didn't like say he wasn't a pirate. He just said pirates are in right now. <laughs> there was a lot of like explanation, which was kind of stupid. Like when the um, sexy phase girl, she said, uh, what was it? She said something, and Scott was like, what's that from? And she's like, my brain. <laughs> Well, like, well, okay. Well, Scott's dumb, so he needs everything explained to him repeatedly. So, yeah, it, the number of times that people told him to break up with his fake girlfriend. Well, okay, so like at this, like right after he breaks up with, up with her, I'm going to talk about this book a lot during this podcast. Why they they actually I think they they filmed this, but they cut it out. Knives tries to kill uh, Ramona in a mall. <laughs> So she goes what? all like ninja. It like tries to attack Ramona in the mall, and Ramona's like, "Wait, what is going on?" And like Knives like, "You're just fat," and like runs away. <laughs> and Ramona's like, "Did you just call me fat?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, Scott like has a bad dream or something, and wakes up in bed, and then Wallace sits up, and then was it? I guess the glasses guy sits Jimmy. Up. Oh yeah, Jimmy's there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wasn't there another Scott too? Yeah, other Scott. <laughs> yeah. So they were they were all sitting up in bed. Which what size mattress was that, G Wiz? It was like a twin, which is <laughs> <laughs> That's why that's why like um Wallace is like, you need to get your own place. <laughs> uh yeah. He's got two other people to fit in his bed. During the uh, Seinfeld scene, it's like, but do 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 do, and he's just like cooking food, and he's like, man, I'm really in love with this chick. And he's like, I need you to move out right away. <laughs> he's like, what was it? He told him, yeah, and also I don't want to feel bad when I kick you out. <laughs> yeah, Scott was Scott is really like a squatter, grifter dude with no money and no ambitions. I don't know why anyone actually wants to date Scott. Brie Larson could have done so much better. <laughs> That's so true. Even than vegan guy. Because he wasn't a very good vegan. Oh, uh, Chris Evans? No, no. Um, Chris Evans was the uh, the skateboard Oh, guy. he was, yeah, was yeah. Lee. Oh, that's, um, oh my god. Yeah, oh my god. Why am I forgetting his name? I love him and everything. Um. Nope, I'm just going to forget his name. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, so, who was X number two? X number two uh, Lucas, was Lucas, Lucas Lee. Lee. Yeah, okay. Uh, and they quickly, I guess, make it, they quickly have this whole thing set up where Wallace is going to go stalk Lucas Lee, um, his straight man crush. And then... So he goes and stalks Lucas Lee, and then was it? He said, "I'll see you in exactly an hour," and they count down the whole time. Where they're that's when bread makes you fat. Okay, yes, because Ramona comes over for their like date, and that's that was the reason why um was it that was the reason why Scott broke up with knives in the first place because Wallace told him he could have the place for the night if he broke up with his fake girlfriend. Okay. Okay, it's all it's all. It's all coming into view now. Yeah. You know, it's almost like we didn't watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. It's, it's the... It's the scissor again. <clears throat> okay. 
So then they, so, um, after the date, they go to... Because they feel kind of... The castle, right? Yeah, they go to the castle. His explanation didn't explain much to me. Explanation of what? The castle? Yeah, it's just... He's like, what is this place? He's like, it's just a really cool castle. I think that's just what it is. It's just a castle in Toronto. <laughs> that's it? Yeah, and they just, like, film movies there, I guess. So then, uh, the fight scenes. Chris Evans walks up, punches him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, uh, his, what was it? His gang of stunt people. Was there, was there an Asian one in there? Yeah. There were two Asian guys in so. there. Th that's I'm actually sure. his in real life stunt team. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, um,. Chris Evans was not looking too hot in this movie, and to me, he always looks hot, but something about his eyebrows or something? I mean... Maybe the face he was making? They just made him look more like the comic book character. They tried to make him look douchey. It worked. Yeah. If you look at the comparisons, everybody looks almost identical to their comic components. Not really the Scott one, though. Well, no, well, Michael Sarah does look kind of like that, huh? Yeah. Which is also, uh, like, when, uh... When Ramona goes over like all the backgrounds to all the X's, that's like the the Scott O'Malley he drew those, so it's in the style of the comic. Oh, so that wasn't the actual comic. Mm, some of it were scenes from the comic, but I think he redrew them to animate them. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, that's right because it was animated. But I I was thinking about like just the still frame ones where she was like, yeah, he like. Punched a hole in the moon. Yeah, that's like, definitely this... from the comic. Yeah, because I was like, this looks... Because I sort of knew it was a comic, but I wasn't sure. So, he he doesn't actually defeat Lucas Lee. He does somehow defeat his, like, seven stunt doubles, though. <laughs> Just, and, I don't know, in the time they looked away, he was on the ground getting kicked by all of them, and I just... I, for some reason, just couldn't believe that that was, that he actually defeated them. Just personally, that's, I didn't feel it. Oh, video game logic. It happens. It was a cut. It was all off screen. He was like, he just pops up and he's drinking a coffee. <laughs> the wonders of off screen power. <laughs> um, but I like how, like, like pulling... they defeated him by, like, just, like, tending to his ego. <laughs> Yeah, and he totally called it out too. He's like, "You're trying to get me to." He's like, "That rail's totally icy. You're trying to get me to wipe out, and then you'll win." He's like, "Unless you don't think you can do it." He's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll do it." <laughs> he goes like over like a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Scott forgot to get his autograph. Also, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Then somewhere throughout this, Ramona says bye, Felicia, and leaves. And she just disappears for a few days. And then Brie Larson calls him throughout the course of this disappearing for a few days. Uh, that's when, that's right, that's when the uh, coffee shop thing happens. And uh, the girl with issues, what's her name? Who's the girl with issues? Oh, Roxy Richter? Oh, no, no, Julie. Well, because Roxy, yeah, Julie. well, like, the the sexy phase, she shows up to fight, like, uh, Scott, and he's like, I don't have time for you. And then That's he goes right. to the coffee shop. 
Yeah, Roxy. Yes. Uh, he didn't realize she was an ex. No. Even though, it's like, so people just show up on the street to fight him, and he's like, I don't have time to fight you, and they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so he tries I, to go see his sister at the coffee shop, and Julie's there. <laughs> which is, they made it seem like she was still in there, and he's like, well, I'm walking in right now. And then, she, that was the last, was that the last scene we saw Anna Kendrick in? No. I think there's one uh, more, like, them talking on the swings. But I think yeah, that was think so funny because I think it's all one shot because he's like, I'm walking in now and he walks in and then like Julie's there and he turns and like Anna Kendrick's like walking away. She's like, I'm sorry, I gotta go. <laughs> I actually have a She's job. doing that pointing thing through the window. <laughs> yeah, like, unlike you. I could, I didn't, that was his younger sister, but she did call him little brother. I know, <laughs> which is so funny. Um, I also like how like Julie points to the poster with uh, Envy Adams on it, and she's like, "Look, she's back in town." And he like looks at it, turns away, looks back. She's standing there, which was awesome. That's the best way to make an appearance ever, wearing the exact same thing too. <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense. Not really, but okay. So Envy Adams is there, and then she tells Scott that she's jealous, and he's like, "But you dumped me." Doesn't she remember why she dumped him? Because she wanted to be famous. That's Well, that's the reason it. why. She was like, I'm going to be famous. Bye. Dumped him. <laughs> I'd assume she would have noticed the stuff that, well, everyone else noticed, which is that Scott's not really that great of a person. No, he's not. But, like, to be honest with you, like, to be honest, if your band is being really successful and then you're, like... Your boyfriend does not have a job, stays at home, sleeps in the same bed with his best friend, and you're like, I'm oh, going to yeah, go bye. tour the country. Uh, what, what do you have going on? Well, I was going to try and get to level 20 today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bye. Have a good life. I'm going to go get famous. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so can you really, can you really blame her? No, I can't, but I'm I'm just, I blame her for being jealous of Ramona. I don't understand what it is that she sees in him. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe because her co- current boyfriend is one of the exes. Did she know that? I think so. I think that's why they, she invited them to the concert, right? I think so, maybe. Uh, did she... I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was, it was, she it was, was not. To me. She was not shocked by the situation at all, and she was really antagonizing that whole scene in the uh, the green room. I'm not sure. Well, punching the highlights out of Knives' hair also kind of got that whole train rolling as well. Um, so uh, Envy <clears throat> she offered Sex Bomb to play as their opener, right? Yeah. Which that's actually really good for them. Yeah, no, it's really good for them. Yeah, so that was a plus, actually. She helped out what slight career Scott may or may not have had. And then she comes on and sings an awesome song. I think it's called Black Sheep, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, it was a really good song. By Metric. Uh, yeah, Black Sheep by Metric. Check it out, everyone. It was really good. Um, we're being sponsored by them. <laughs> I wish. Um... So, really good song. Uh, then, was it Vegan Todd is there already? Yeah, and he's, he's the he's just, the bass player. Just the biggest dick. 
he is. He was a better bass player than Scott, though. Like, oh, yeah. He really was. He was shredding it. And Scott was just sort of, meh. So, uh, the whole vegan Todd fight thing comes along. I noticed that, did he really defeat any of the other evil exes with actual combat after the first one? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, no. I, no. no. No, he didn't. Mm -mm. Matthew Patel was the only one he could actually defeat in a fair fight. So, uh, Vegan Todd. Vegan Todd almost took him down. And it, I was a fan of the vegan powers, but I don't know if I'd be vegan to get the vegan powers. That's true. No, I can't. <laughs> what, what does Thomas Jane say? Like, milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Gelato's not vegan? Oh god. So, Scott doesn't defeat him, basically gets him in trouble with the vegan police, and they de-veganize him. Um, and then Brie Larson says that, what was it? She, he headbutted her boyfriend, and he burst, and he said it's fair, because uh, she kicked his heart in the ass. Um, then he immediately fights Roxy. I thought after the vegan fight, he'd be, like, totally out of it. <clears throat> well, you know, no, Ramona fights Roxy, huh? Well, uh, is that before or after? Yeah, yeah, no, Ramona fights Roxy, because he's really pissed off, because he's, like, tired of this whole, like, ex-boyfriends thing, because they're increasingly yeah. getting harder to fight. And then, um, that's when Roxy shows up, and he realizes she has a sexy face, and he's just, like, just pissed off, because he's like, what are you not telling me? <laughs> Which is true, right? Like, there's obviously things she's not telling him if she has a group of guys kill, trying to kill him. Yeah, but there's obviously things that he's not telling her, like that he was dating a high schooler basically just for food money. Which, again, poor knives. Poor knives. So, uh, he, the, the fight scene between Ramona and. Roxy was probably the best fight scene of the movie, I thought. Yeah. There was so much action and that awesome chain whip thing and the knife and it was really cool and the darkness smoke powers. What I like is uh she pulled a giant hammer out of her bag cuz that's like that's called like hammer space when you just pull things out of like a black hole. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good power to have. We're yep. in a storage facility. Also useful and marketable. Hammer space storage. <laughs> Call eight 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 Hammer. Um. So, uh, what was it? Roxy needed to be defeated by Scott's own hand, in her words. <laughs> so, Ramona starts puppet fighting with him, and what was it? The whack, the weak point was at the back of her knees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, were you clear on what happened there? Uh, she orgasmed and then she died. So four thousand coins for that. I noticed that all these people died. Do you think she died, died because like a boy made her orgasm and that was just like shame <laughs> death? <laughs> her, her lesbian powers destroyed her. <laughs> I kind of wonder: Does everyone in this universe die? By exploding into coins? I don't know. And also, if Scott was really killing these people, then 
He was actually going on a murder spree. <laughs> you know what? There's... Didn't think of it like that. There's a vegan police, so I'd assume there's a regular police. There should have been more involvement with the law after these people died and or, exploded into coins. Or maybe, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Well, because Scott died. Scott died and he didn't turn into coins. That's Although true. that's sort of like the player character thing. It's like you just die and you die. There's no coins. He had, like, an extra life, though. He did. Mm. Um, which... That actually, uh, he's a total dick to Ramona, drinks two G&Ts, as, <laughs> what's his name calls them? The guy who knows everyone. Oh, Kamau, yeah. Yeah. Kamau tells him, Kamau seems to know everyone and everything. Yeah. I would just call him a know-it-all. Did you get totally trashed on G&Ts? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So she kind of breaks up with him, not really? Yeah, sort well, yeah. She, like, sort of calls him an evil ex. And then also the whole... She, like, makes a joke about, like, having a laminated, like, list of all the exes. But then she actually gives him a laminated list, list of all the exes. All the exes yeah. <laughs> and there's only, what, like, three left? Uh, Yeah, he just defeated number four, so there's only three left. And two of them, number five and six, are the... <clears throat> Katanagi uh, twins. Katyanagi, yeah, no, Katyanaka, yeah, Katyanagi twins. Um, yeah, the Ramona dated twins, they didn't touch on that at all in the movie. <laughs> Even a little bit, was it? Um, what's her name? She, she pointed it out, and no one said a word to her. No. She's like, Ramona dated twins? <laughs> was it? And no one even looks at Kim. <laughs> so like, no, yeah. Uh, like yeah, people do it all the time. They're like the same person. So like, so the the twin fight is the most different from the comic because in the comic it happens over like spans of months. They like send robots at him to kill him. Um, but it's wow, also really? like they kidnap Kim and he has to save Kim from them. So that's when like him and Kim becomes friends again and they like reconcile. Uh, that just never happens in the movie. So. <laughs> He reconciled with Kim by basically apologizing, which is what he should have done in the first place. Yeah, which is true, yeah. I mean, he could have he could have solved a lot of his problems by being less of a dick. That's also true. Or at least less of not really a dick, just less of a loser. No, like, he's no, he's a dick. No, yeah, he is. He did a lot of bad stuff to he's people. He's a really he bad person. He didn't care. I don't. Hmm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, I don't think he cares about anything, and that's the problem. Oh, we'll get into this at the end. I, this is yeah. <laughs> so. <clears throat> so he gets the six thousand coins for the Kadianagi twins at the, um, I guess, I don't know, base the band thing, battle of the bands. Where they summon like their spirit animals and they fight. Which those spirit animals, those are really cool. And then uh, Ramona leaves with uh, Gideon. Gideon Graves, GG. <laughs> GG. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I just noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. He, you defeated him, GG. So Ramona's with Gideon now. Yep. Did you notice that like he kissed her hand and the ring glowed and everything? That was pretty obvious. Yeah. It's like she's under mind control. Figure it out in a second. I didn't even remember she was under mind control, but I was like, no, yeah, dude, mind control. 
And then they he signs the band because they won Battle of the Bands. So he signs them, and Scott's like, "Nope, not having any of this." Yeah. So was it young? Young Neil. <sighs> young Neil. I keep forgetting his name. Young Neil. Young Neil uh, is promoted to just Neil, and I'm a permanent member of the band. And he plays the Ocarina of Time in the band. So, <laughs> so, uh, Scott's wallowing in self pity. I think this is where like, um, um, Anna Kendrick talks to him to like make him feel better, right? Uh, yeah, and that's where she calls him little brother. Yeah, and then um, Wallace also gives him a pep talk. Uh, pep talk. Yeah, with his three boyfriends. Yeah, with his three boyfriends. They're like, yeah, go fight for her. And he like... Like, yeah. And then I think he was also like, also, you don't live here anymore. <laughs> yeah, get out of my apartment. <laughs> There's already four people on this twin mattress. Because <laughs> um, there's four of them from... right? He picked up another gay guy, right? I'm not sure. I don't remember. I know there was there was other Scott. There was gay Scott. And then Jimmy, I swear boyfriend. there's one more. Maybe. By the end, maybe not. I don't know. I know there were at least <clears throat> there were at least four people in that apartment. There were at least four people in that bed. Um, was it? So Gideon calls Scott, and then he spills hot cocoa on his lap. <laughs> Which, when you called me the first time and then hang and then hung up, I thought, oh, he must have spilled hot, hot cocoa on his lap. Slap. <laughs> I just forgot to ask if you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to change some uh record my Skype settings, but uh Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then um oh wait a second. Let's get into this. I don't like chocolate. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> oh yeah, god. That's the exact reaction everybody gives me when I tell them this. So was it? Um, he goes, he finds a secret night club, he kills all the employees, and then he goes to fight Gideon. He, yeah, he does. Uh, what was it? He, oh yeah, and he, uh, he gains the power of love, right? Yes, he gains the power of love when he, like, which, tells Ramona he loves her. Which is a kick-ass flaming samurai sword. Yeah. So, that was cool. So and then you like knives shows up and their knives is fighting too, which is great. Poor knives. <clears throat> I I don't quite understand how she knew he was there since he wasn't a part of the band anymore. She was just stalking him. There was that scene where she was standing outside of the window, like looking in, like everything's great now. Knives is standing outside the window, <laughs> all angry. <laughs> yeah, obviously she was following him, but uh. Yeah, well, she is a ninja. Yeah. Or with um, samurai parents. And then he's like, Knives, I cheated on you with Ramona. Um, but I I didn't cheat on Ramona with Knives. He's really confused by how cheating works. And then he dies. <laughs> Gideon stabs him in the back. Which actually saved him a little more explaining, thank goodness. In a stupid Scott way. Um, was it? So he lost. Uh, he learned something. The power like, of self-respect. <laughs> he's like, wait, I think I just learned something. And then he gets his one-up life. It's like, he didn't try very hard at all. <laughs> no. But full redo. I wonder if that means he went back through the entire two years in the comic book. No, Is he just redid that, uh, that scene, that uh, stage. 
Oh, because it like went like through a, re- a redo of all of it in the movie. Like it did a rewind. Did it? I don't. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was just like that. That scene. I seem to remember like really quick flashing through all the scenes, like all the X's poofing into coins. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I, no, no, no. It was all the people he fought inside of the the nightclub were exploding into coins. Uh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so he was he was fighting Gideon. Uh, and then he got the power of self-respect, which was a kick-ass flaming purple sword instead of a pink one. Yeah. And then he apologizes so... to everybody. Knives comes in to, like, fight Ramona, and he's like, look, I cheated on both of you, and I'm sorry, and I'm an awful person. Well, he doesn't say I'm an awful person, but he apologizes. Yeah. And then he defeats Gideon against uh, seven million billion coins. Seven billion coins. Yeah. Uh, mm, what was it? Uh yeah, seven billion coins. So yeah, and I guess that's what Sexpa Bomb is paid with. Yeah, because they were like picking it up, but they're like, oh no, we lost our contract. <laughs> like yeah, the guy who gave you your contract is dead. He just poofed into seven billion coins, which, given the exchange rate of coins, that's oh, I don't exactly know. Uh, I'm not gonna do the math right now. Sorry, can't do it. Got that scissor fog. So then Negascott appears. Oh, Negascott. Uh, okay. Probably maybe was better than Scott. This is this is why I have a problem with this movie. Is Negascott. Okay. So like so Negascott is like the evil version of Scott, right? Because at the end he becomes good. So like his evil side, his even more dickish version of himself comes out. And they're like, we must fight. In the comic, he has to defeat Negascott to become a good person. Oh. To, like, end up with the girl he loves, right? Okay. Because he's he's literally realizing he's a bad person, so he's defeating that side of him. So he changes. But in this movie, he's all like, oh yeah, that guy's cool. We're gonna get lunch. (laughs) So it's just him recognizing that he's okay being a awful self-involved user of girls and he's okay with that well gee whiz thanks thanks scott well maybe that's why no yeah i mean all of his exes he seemed to have broken up with them on really bad terms so yeah he gets he's gonna have lunch with nega scott and then ramona I think Knives finally came to her senses and was like, no, you can have Ramona. I don't want you anymore. She said, I'm too awesome for you anyway. And yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I don't I don't remember what happens at the end of the comic. I don't remember who he... who he ends up with. I would hope Ramona. Um, okay. <clears throat> no, he doesn't end up with Ramona at the end of the book. What? No, he doesn't. Does he is he sad and alone like we hope no, he is? No, he like gets a job, starts a band with Kim. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie totally like just branched off in a totally different direction. And he like I think he ends up with knives. No, they're still friends. And she oh. like goes to college. Well, she, she was like... only a high schooler. <clears throat> yeah, which is oh my god. Okay, I remember now because um, when she like 
when she leaves and goes to college, she whispers, you'll always be my clash at Demon Head. Which is <laughs> That's like an insult Envy's to Scott. Band. <laughs> what? Yeah. But, That's like an insult to Scott, right? I guess, but he doesn't understand. Like, he's like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's like, I love Clash at Demon Head, right? Oh, no, or... they do. Oh, wait a second. And then Ramona meets up with him after he gets his life together, and then they leave together. Uh, so they do get together. Yeah. In this version, Scott's just still like a squatter. <laughs> so he goes and squats with Ramona at her place. So, uh, yeah, that was the the movie, I guess. Uh, oh, Peter's Amazon right review hour. Uh, I guess which I guess we'll now be calling the was it Peter's review corner? Yeah, I don't my know. Review, my review. Hmm. I don't know. My reverse review. We we will work on a name. Yeah, we need to um, find out a name. <clears throat> Listeners, tell us a name for this segment. Um, so, all, <laughs> yeah. all the bad and funny reviews for this movie are all the same. Yada yada, hipster, garbage, millennials, right? Yeah. Um, this one, uh, this one is, uh, this is pure, unadulterated cringe fest from start to finish. It is pretentious, arty farty, emo annoying musical pile of poop. I thought that was that was that was nice. Yeah. yeah. Someone used poop in a review. Uh, Is accurate. He could have went all the way. Uh, That guy gave it zero, zero stars. Can you give something zero stars? I, I, on Metacritic, you can. Um, So uh, this one, uh, basically Twilight for boys, completely average and ugly teenager being loved by two awesome girls and having fantastic adventures with a lot of action. Mm, accurate. Also, Anna Kendrick was in it, so yeah, Twilight for Boys. Yeah, Twilight for Boys. Okay. Okay, okay. so here's the, here's the my favorite review I found over all of the internet. Okay. <sighs> okay, so this guy goes... <laughs> he gives it zero stars, by the way. This is on Metacritic as well. He goes, It has been several years since I last sat through the slog of a movie. <laughs> And to this day, I still hear fans of this movie talk about how it's the greatest video game movie ever made. This is simply not true. And if you choose to watch this movie, you'll see that nothing about it is good. It's awkward, stilted, not funny, and offers nothing of value. I can't even be considered. Oh, it can't even can be considered so bad that it's good. It's just bad, bad. <laughs> Although I'm primarily a video game critic and an exceedingly popular and well-known and respected one at that, I feel as if I step forward to call this movie's fans for what they are. Hipsters who are trying to pretend to be nerds. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. Is there a hipster-nerd hybrid? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't want? understand. Uh, well, he's, I mean, he's a pretty successful video game reviewer, so I and guess we well have to known. take his word for it. And oh, respectful. And... <laughs> Well-known and received. Okay. okay. I want to find this guy. I want to find his reviews. I, I'm going to so, I'm gonna hunt him down. Well, okay, I'll Roger Ebert of gaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, uh, is any more 
awesome yeah, reviews. I just grabbed us. three. Everything's pretty like either you really loved it or you really hated it. Um, I really appreciated it actually. Yeah. I mean, it, I like this movie for what it is. Um, yeah. Uh, so I guess, and I have to check my notes again. Um, how many? Was it uh, as far as this movie goes? How many? Uh, how many clashes at demon heads would you give this movie? Ooh. Or how many? No, how many um coins would you give this movie? How many coins? Okay, I will give this movie. I'm giving it five coins. Uh, oh, you know what? It's it was staring me right in the face. How many X's would you give this movie? Duh. I will give it. <laughs> Five out of five evil X's. Awesome. And then uh, how many? Wait, wait. Let me. How many? Oh man, I was gonna use evil X's. Uh, <laughs> how many slices of bread would you give this movie? Oh my god, all the bread. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I would give this like uh, dogs barking. <laughs> I would give this uh, four, four point five slices of bread out of five it was, yeah. it was you know i would give i'd give it a yeah solid four slices of bread yeah That's, so obviously you would recommend it right uh yes i would recommend it uh it depends on the person though it, it was good um would i recommend it i i tried having one of my friends watch this movie and he was like I can't watch this. <laughs> so it depends on the person you're pitching it to. If they get the whole... If they can, like, totally roll with a whole weird alternate universe thing, then yeah. Totally. Um, I forced my little sister to watch this. I, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. I forgot what happened. I think I, I mentioned some scene from the movie, and she was like, what is that? And I was like, wait, you've never seen Scott Pilgrim? And she's like, what is that? And I was like, but you like manga and and nerd stuff she's like no i don't and i sat her down to watch this movie oh no <laughs> but she does she's a huge like anime fan so i was mm. like you would love all of this she she was indifferent but she liked it well yeah well hey probably the first person to ever be indifferent about it well she was like she was like so he's just okay with her fucking all these guys i was like she didn't say it like that, but like that's what she meant. And I was like, I yeah, I guess. Well, there you go. So yeah, I'd recommend it. Uh, watch Scott Pilgrim, v the world as I call it. <laughs> v the world. Yeah. Perfect. So you so we're very excited about the next movie we're doing. Yes, I almost to try and keep the. To try and keep the the theme of you know, best best coming in pairs happening, I almost thought of Juno for this because of Michael Sarah, <laughs> but I'm not gonna do that to you not yet. So, uh, I would call it maybe I wouldn't call it an indie film. I'd call it a foreign film. Um, the next movie that we're going to be reviewing, uh, it's available on Netflix. It's called The Wave. I believe it's a Norwegian film. I'll oh. know more about it next week. You know what's uh, funny about this? What? It's been in my um my 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 queue for like 
weeks, and it's I'm just so like, fucking oh, good. Subtitles, so I have it's, it clicked. <laughs> it's not subtitles. Okay, so that's okay. It's Sounds dubbed, good. which makes it's it dubbed. so much better. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, I normally dubbed. I can't. I can't do like um. There's a Netflix show called the the Selected Twenty One. It was it was some like Portuguese film or TV show, and I could not listen to it dubbed because it was a really bad dub. Uh, you know, I was well. I guess we can save that for next week. But yeah. Okay, I will watch this dubbed. I'll write lots of notes. Okay. It will be fantastic. I'll probably watch cool. it today. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, I guess, yeah. Uh, so next episode, the wave episode seven. We're we're getting along here. Episode seven already. Ooh, so um, exciting. Where can the people find you, Peter? Um, I am on Twitter at Z- Zen Zuma. That's Z E N Z O O M A. And I do a bi-weekly video game board game podcast called Peter vs. Peter. Awesome. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Redford underscore Ray, R-E-D-F-O-R-D. And you can find the podcast on Twitter at Amateur underscore Critics. You could also uh, shoot us an email um, at amateurmoviecritics2016 at gmail.com if you have any suggestions for movies you'd like us to watch or or maybe interested in being a possible guest host in the future. Uh, that's basically it. Oh yeah, um, all that annoying shit about commenting and rating and subscribing. Uh, also, if you do actually comment or whatever, I will mention you all in the podcast because so far we got nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not pandering for attention or anything. Um, so, uh, I guess that's basically it for episode seven. Um, Perfect. Oh, yeah. wait. Let's do this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, until next time, folks. Stay. Stay. <sighs> <laughs> Wait, okay, we need to, like, really figure this out. Uh, okay. So, I, I guess, so the sign-off, until next time, I'm Red. I'm and Peter. You're Peter. Okay, so, until next time, I'm Red. I'm Peter. Stay, Stay amateur. amateur. Oh, my God. Okay, I say faster <laughs> than that. I think this is going to be our official sign-off. <laughs> Just doing it really badly. Just us doing it awful every week before.